A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. An Erio's original. Each week, we decide who's to blame for a historical tragedy. And each week, you tell us if we got it right. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is The Aftermath. The Aftermath. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Aftermath, where we'll be discussing the Kanye West and Taylor Swift feud. Today we're speaking with Noah Ternan. He's an artist, manager, and a music industry insider. Let's hear what he has to say about the feud. Hi Noah, thank you so much for joining us today. My first time on a podcast. Oh, well, uh, what an honor. I uh, and, and for you to let us have your presence here. It's, it's an honor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to talk about the Kanye Taylor Swift feud, but I, I wanted to ask you a few questions about you as, as, as a manager and your experience in the music industry. Have you ever orchestrated a feud for one of your artists? I haven't orchestrated one. We've talked about it. An artist had tried to start a feud with one of my artists that didn't get any pickup because that act has no fans. Um, so it never really bubbled up. But, you know, I think they're fantastic when done right. Uh, in the case of uh, Oasis and Blur or uh, Beatles Stones, you know, some of, some of the classics. What is this Beatles Stones uh, feud? 
It's not necessarily. It's more. It's something that the press created. You know, the Beatles were the uh, White Knights, and the Stones were the opposite. Uh, they were the bad boys, and that's something that their manager at the time, uh, I think his name was Andrew Oldham, um, designed. He he thought of that. He says, you know, we we're going to need an answer to this, and then hence the Stones. So how hard is it to get publicity for a musician? Does a feud help? I think so. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting now the way that the internet works around music press um, because, you know, I predominantly work in, well, I guess we could call it indie rock music, and um, which was usually kind of outside of the mainstream. But now it's kind of been co-opted into the mainstream. So sites that used to predominantly speak about independent rock music, now talk about, you know, Taylor Swift and Beyonce and anything. It's 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 a way to drive traffic, you know, to the sites. Um, so I think it's uh, all to say that if you're still like a young and up-and-coming artist, it's very difficult to get press um, because people just start talking about the artists that, they already know generate um, clicks. So do you think that this could have been orchestrated by MTV? Could it have been staged? No, I don't think this was orchestrated in any way. I think it's completely natural. Specifically in the case of Kanye and Taylor, I think they're both like so similar in their their like their sadness and their kind of stunted youth kind of thing. I mean, more Taylor than Kanye, I don't really know, but... They just both seem so deeply, deeply sad to me that this is like their way of kind of pairing up and and dealing with that. That's my take. So that's interesting. So you would actually say that what's driving the music is very similar. They can't get seem to get out of each other's way. And and also the the case of like everybody's obsession now with narratives and micro narratives and the like they're just perpetuating all of this stuff because it's recognized that people click on it and it's something that's attractive, you know, to the outside world. How valuable is it for a, a young musician's career to get an award like a VMA? I think, well, a VMA is, I don't, I don't really, I haven't watched a VMA award <laughs> show since in 20 years. So I actually don't even, I have no idea what a VMA means. <laughs> a um, video music award. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, I know. I remember things like Kurt Cobain, like throwing his guitar, you know, or, uh, the bass player from Nirvana throwing his bass up and hitting himself in the head or like uh, the guy from the Beasties storming the stage and those kinds of things. I don't know what's going on in the VMA these days. But um, I think for a Gram, like in the Grammy sense, like a Best New Artist award can absolutely help. Uh, and the funny thing usually with something like a Best New Artist is that that artist has actually been around for a very long time. And it's just finally getting noticed by by the powers that be. What are some of the politics behind the scenes of awards shows? It, you know, the Grammys, like probably every award show in every industry, was designed to help sell records, sell tickets, sell movies or whatever. So um, a lot of it is based on actual sales, I think. Um, 
You know, the Grammys are interesting. I think people have an unreasonable expectation for the Grammys and who should get nominated and why it should be because ultimately, again, it's like the same idea as, as the internet and getting press. It's like, it's just the the people at the top will just stay at the top, you know? And everybody else, if the quality of the record is great, if the songs are great, if they're not known, it doesn't really matter. So, you know, I've been talking to a lot of managers actually because the Grammy voting time is about it's going to start to happen uh i think in the next month or so so everybody's kind of ramping up and getting their plans together um there's committees that you can lobby to like unofficially you can take out ads and trade magazines i mean it's very much like you would see on for like an emmy campaign or a uh, an Oscar campaign. Um, so who, do you think that Kanye made Taylor famous? No. I mean, because he, he thinks so. Well, of course he does. I mean, he's Kanye West. I, I, I Kanye's like a mentally, uh, unstable, like uh, he, you know, artist, like he's, you know, he's been diagnosed as bipolar. Right. So I really try to just have that in mind when I think about him and I don't, I, it's hard for me to judge him. I mean, the Trump stuff and whatever else. You know, it's like he's a he's got health issues. He's married into like this kind of narrative celebrity obsessive tornado. You know, all those people. Uh, I'm talking about the Kardashians. I know? figured. <laughs> so, I, I, did he make Taylor Swift famous? No, Taylor Swift made herself famous by writing songs and working her ass off and touring and doing all the stuff that you do. You know, you have, I mean, she has showbiz parents and they, they robbed her of her childhood to be famous and it worked. She has showbiz parents? In the way that I think they just kind of, she decided when she was 10 that she wanted to be a famous rock star or country star and they said, great, let's go. <laughs> And they 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 did it. I mean, honestly, I don't really know much about yeah, her. Yeah. I watched the the I watched the puff piece on Netflix and these like celebrity produced you know biography documentary things are just horrendous. I mean, you know the hers and the Bieber YouTube series, like all of these things. Even to some extent, like that Michael Jordan documentary, while fantastic is also just done by himself. So uh, it's something's, something right yeah, about that. Yeah, uh, it's hard to trust your own narrative or or it's hard to trust that they're giving us the an accurate depiction of what who they are, right? Because they're... And, and someone especially like Taylor Swift who is, I, I mean, I would say pretty controlling of her narrative and what she puts out there. Um, I don't think she's going to show us the flawed version or or what she considers to be the flawed version. Well, what's so interesting, too, is how she will, though, they'll give you, like, a tiny sliver, a little piece, like, so manufactured and so perfect to feel like, oh, I'm inside. I know how it's going, you know. They're so good at this shit. It's scary. You know, and if it's happening like that on the Taylor Swift level or, like, a Kanye level, I mean, you know, to 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 scale up into politics and whatever else, it's like these are... This is how it happens. You know, we're getting fed just all this crap all the time. Which is interesting because Kanye, I, I feel like the the messiness is all out there. Kanye's that's part of his thing now, right, is the unpredictability of it. What's he going to do next? Where is he going to do it? Is it going to be religious? Is it going to be Trump? 
you know, he's almost, and I don't know how much of this is planned or not, but it's almost, he's kind of backed himself into a corner, right? He can no longer maybe do some kind of traditional rollout with music videos and an album and a tour. I mean, no one's touring now anyway, but I think the expectation for him to just go insane is there now. And he probably plays into it also because he's not like he's living in a healthy uh, home where there's a, like a, a, a healthy relationship with media, you know, and Taylor uses the Kanye thing as a crutch to bring drama back into everything. Right. Like every every road for her leads back to this moment, whether that's the reality of it or whether that's just great for press. Who knows? You know, I'm, it, made, it probably was very traumatic for her. And I can get that. But also, like, you're on MTV. I just you know, she's very good at making herself be the victim, although she's never been, as far as I can tell, on a large scale, like a true victim. Of what, you know, of bad press. Like, she's like the one of the richest people, musicians in the world. So let's talk about her music and, and specifically her music videos. What do you think, what do you think a music video is supposed to do to a song, just in general, first off? I mean, ideally, it takes you deeper into the song and, like, provides another avenue in which to connect to it. So I don't know if you've watched uh, the two videos in contention, which are the Beyonce single ladies, obviously, and the uh, You Belong With Me, Taylor Swift music video. Do you think there's even a comparison? Beyonce, I mean, that video was a cultural moment. It's still a huge moment. You know, the, the choreography for that song and the video is incredible. And she allowed people like deeper into the song with her movements and her body and stuff. And Taylor just, she did exactly what the song is. She, if you didn't get the song, right, it sounds like she just made it a on the nose version of the song. So you understand what's going on, you know, and that's a valuable and like vital tool in storytelling. And, um, I think she did a good job. Now, I don't know the merits of what people are voting for at the VMAs. Is it artistic integrity? Is it cool storytelling? Is it popularity? I probably would have voted for the Beyonce video. So at the end of the day, if you had to pick something or person on who's to blame for Kanye Ooh. and Taylor, uh, I don't what know. would you pick? Um, I, would, I think I would just blame kind of like the <laughs> modern circus that is media for just kind of going along with it and perpetuating it and maybe turning it into something that it was, you know, like they took a white, a young, a, a young white girl, a little deer in the woods, you know, and then this, this angry black man came and stole a reward from her and, and all this stuff. Like that's kind of like, that's kind of the, the way that it feels like it's been manipulated in the media. You know, in the context of now, I don't know how that would be viewed. It'd be interesting to game that out, right? And to think about if that happened yesterday, what the media reaction would be. And I and I think that more people might side with Kanye in this instance, uh, but I don't know. And I don't even know what that means, really. You know, it's it's there's so many layers to this. But I do think this, like... 
the media and like the 24 seven news cycle and all of that stuff just perpetuated this, you know, because we're dealing with Kanye West, Taylor Swift, Kim Kardashian, uh, all the other Kardashians, you know what I mean? Taylor's friends and all of them are just are like Instagram tweeting, like social media, uh, professionals. My final answer would be the media, I guess. (laughs) Well, thank you, Noah, so much for joining us today and helping us get down to the bottom of who's to blame for the Taylor Swift and Kanye West feud. All right. Thank you very much for having me. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. With us today, we have producer Amanda Lund. Hello, everyone. Fact checker. Chris Smith. Hi again. So what were your thoughts on what uh, Noah had to say about the feud? I had a lot of thoughts. I thought he, um, you know, he made a good point about um, uh, just about how uh, it's just a media frenzy about how it's not necessarily the artists who are generating this stuff as much as it is about like places like BuzzFeed and other you know, uh, you know, just like the whole industry of media that sort of feeds off of these tiny little morsels of reality and sort of extrapolates them and sort of like cashes in on, on what is, what could have been just something that would just blow over, you know? There were a few things that he brought up. I feel we could have put on the board. Um, one of the things that I loved that he said was that Taylor and Kanye share a deep sadness And I think that that is very astute. And then the other thing he said that I really liked was about this idea that we're 
need to control a narrative or to have a narrative that makes sense to us. I think that's also really true. Um, But all that being said, I I still think I agree with our verdict. Yeah, I'm with you. That that idea of the controlling the narrative, we kind of touched on that um, in on the Taylor Swift camp uh, version, but I think we could have uh, dived a, a little deeper into that. Um, that said, a lot of people have been writing in and saying that they wanted more Kanye up on the board. Did we have Kanye on the board? We didn't have Kanye on the board, but we had elements of Kanye up on the board, like pop star megalomania, untreated bipolar. But yeah, we may have not put actual Kanye. That's, yeah. So we had um, a listener, V Alabama, uh, write in and say that she uh, couldn't believe that we didn't even consider holding Kanye accountable for his own actions. Um And uh, she says, uh, systemic racism is very real and extremely damaging, but it didn't make a grown man jump up on stage and ruin a 19-year-old woman's moment. Uh, And it didn't make him call her a bitch and claim that he made her famous years later. Um, So, and and some people agreed with that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's hard to say what systemic racism can make someone do i think (laughs) (laughs) i think it could probably it could do a lot of things (laughs) no i think that's fair um yes however i do think that on this show we do have a tendency to get a little bit caught up in ideas and there is something to these comments which makes a lot of sense to me which is um at the end of the day this is a guy and his behavior isn't just like a one-off anomaly this this behavior is there's a pattern to this behavior and so when we do talk about you know untreated bipolar disorder you know maybe that is a contributing factor when we talk about pop star megalomania that is a contributing factor too at the end of the day this is a guy who um you know under his own agency went out and made these actions you know did took these actions and made these statements so we gotta at least have put him on the board i feel like we missed we missed one there I think we sometimes overthink things, but maybe moving forward as a rule, we just off the bat throw up all the people who are like literally directly <laughs> involved, just as sort of a safeguard. You know, you, you lose the forest through the trees a little bit. Maybe some, maybe some boards should come pre-packed. Like some, <laughs> yeah, like pre, pre-packaged boards. Like just yeah. get get the couple get just if there's a incident and the title of the incident has somebody name in it maybe we should put those people on the board just like pre-packaged if we ever have uh, a, a board game that comes out like the alarmist board game we'll make sure to include cards that have um all of the players that absolutely need to go up on the board it's a good idea we'll tell mattel I also like your, where your head's at i mean this could be a board game i mean it could be a whole industry like where can we go from here Right. Well, speaking of what's coming next, we have sort of an exciting announcement. We are going to do The Alarmist live 
And of course, by live, we mean live streaming. Um, but yeah, so uh, Friday, August 28th at 5pm, uh, that's Pacific Standard Time, we're going to do a live alarmist. And you can reserve your, quote, seats by going to houseseats.live. Um, and we'll also link in the bio. But it's going to be really fun. We've never done a live show. And it's name your price. So pay whatever you got. So like a million dollars. Say anywhere between $5 to a million dollars is the right ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to be covering Prohibition, and uh, we have a very exciting special guest, our friend friend of the alarmist, uh, Matt Gorley, is going to be our special guest, and we're also going to have uh, other people pop in, um, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And The best part about this is that there's no bad seat in the house. We'll have it available to watch for maybe two weeks after we do it but I really encourage people to try to tune in live yeah and and the best part about this is that if you're watching we're gonna have uh Clayton or someone be on the chats and you can actually tune in and tell us who you think we should uh put up on the board so if there's someone we're missing like the fashion industry or, or Kanye West Kanye, Kanye West, West dude. <laughs> you know so you you know there's going to be that live interacting element to to this performance so you can actually make an impact on who we choose to send to the alarmist jail attending the live show is also a great way to support the alarmist podcast um you know, just talking as the net, the person who runs the network, we uh, have seen a huge dip in ad sales due to COVID. So um, if you can attend the live show and give what you can, it, it'll help us keep doing The Alarmist, which we love doing. Yeah, we do. We love doing it. We love our fans. And this is a good excuse for me to, I'll, I'll, I'll hop in the shower beforehand because they'll be able to see the live feed of me. So Yes. It's been five months since he showered. Well, so be, it's a good excuse. It's a good excuse for me to get in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited about it. There's nothing stopping everyone from going on their phone right now and putting it in their calendar. There's literally nothing stopping you unless you're holding a baby or driving a car. And, and that you can even tell Siri. Okay, I'm going to do it for you. Hey, Siri, add something to my calendar. Alarmist live show, August 28th at 5 p.m. 5 p.m. and that's uh, Pacific time? That's right, Chris. That's 5 p.m. Pacific time. And it will hopefully if this goes well, and we'll keep doing these and we can mix up the time because I know we have a lot of international listeners who might want to join. Um and speaking of our listeners, we've been getting some great ratings and reviewings. So I'll just go ahead and, and read one for us. Such a fun podcast from RachieC4756. I was looking for new history podcasts to listen to as well as comedy podcasts. This one double dips in both and is so well researched. It's fun for someone like me who loves history but wants to joke around about it too. Aw, we have a lot in common, Rachie. And I quickly also want to announce that we have a new Erios hotline number. So, you know, we love hearing your voices. Give us a call at 626-604-6262. That's beautiful. Did you uh, compose that? 
No, I actually paid someone. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, Maria did it. <laughs> That's right. Give credit hu- where credit hum- is due. I'll be due. humming it all day. <laughs> Tune in next week. We will be covering the Halifax explosion. Powered by ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.